0: That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Group void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is Pete Fletzer. On this episode of Around the Galaxy, we're going to talk to Andrea Wickman Miller. Join us as we talk about playing a Jawa in 1977, fun fan experiences, and being a part of the Star Wars family. So strap yourselves in, relax, and enjoy this journey Around the Galaxy. Welcome to episode number 40 of Around the Galaxy, the Star Wars Fan Talk Show. I am your host, Pete Fletzer. We are a part of the Making Star Wars Podcast Network, so when you're done here and you need more Star Wars podcasting, Head on over to MakingStarWars.net. we got a bunch of great podcasts over there. Shows like Tarkin's Top Shelf and Now This Is Podcasting and Tatooine Sons and The Sith List and Steel Wars, just to name a handful of them. Head on over there. There's a podcast for you, I guarantee. So we are bringing you a fun episode today. We are 40 in. First of all, thank you all so much. I can't believe that we've made it this far. 40 podcasts and and for those of you who've been with us for every step of the way thank you so much and those of you who are brand new thank you so much i can't uh, i can't really thank you all enough for being a part of this so there's one way though one thing i could ask you to do if you don't mind head on over to whichever podcast uh, service you use like itunes or spotify or iheartradio and and do the ratings and the reviews hit the hit the five stars at least for us please if you get a chance also leave a review i would absolutely love that in fact take a picture of your review send it to me through twitter at atgcast and i will send you out uh our brand newer on the galaxy stickers and probably a couple pins And I would love that if you could do that for us, because without you listening to the show, I don't get to do the show. And without me getting to do the show, I don't get to meet really interesting, fun people like I did for this particular episode. I met Andrea Wickman Miller online. She was a Jawa in 1977, and her story is a lot of fun. And I hope you enjoy episode number 40 of Around the Galaxy. Andrea, thank you so much for joining me today. How are you doing?
1: I'm great. I'm happy to be here.
0: Excellent. So you're out in California, right? Yes. You're excellent. And that's sort of part of where your your story came from, right? You tell us a little bit about you and your your connection to Star Wars.
1: Yeah. Well, um, I started out actually. I I was born in Las Vegas, mm-hmm. uh, which is very close to Death Valley, and so my father um, is a artist mm-hmm. and. He actually got his master's at uh, UNLV and someone called him and said, we're trying to, um, we're trying to get more people to come to Death Valley, get more tourism. Uh And so would you please come to this town of 14 people and open up a pottery shop next to an opera house that apparently was getting a lot of attention, Marta Beckett, um, was a famous ballet dancer from uh, New York. And she went out into the middle of the desert and opened up this beautiful opera house. Mm. And so we did move there when I was four. And Mm. um, I was in a very small school in Death Valley of about 60 kids. So it was very little house on the prairie. (laughs) Um, And that's 60 kids, K through sixth grade. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, there were like a couple little barriers up, and my stepmother was one of the teachers there. Mm-hmm. And so, in it was either January or February of seventy-seven. Uh, right. Um, we had a crew come in uh, and ask if they could borrow some children to to, um, do some filming. And I just think it is so funny because if anybody came to our school, uh, all children's, uh, school and asked if they could borrow, they'd be like, well, you have to have, you know, triplicate forms and <laughs> there would be so much paperwork and so much red tape. This was literally like, oh yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> how many that do you else, need? <laughs> how, yeah, how many do you need? And so what they did was they, um, they measured, uh, seven kids to figure out um, you know, they had to be certain sizes. And at the time, of course, I had no idea why, right. uh, this was important or, or why they were doing that. But anyways, we were measured. And, um, so I just literally out of 60 kids hit the lottery that yeah. I happen to get chosen for this. And so, um, so I was picked out of the other kids and we all went, um, so the next step was to go get fitted. So, right. so they were there. Like, did
0: you have any idea what I mean? Obviously, nobody knew what Star Wars was, no. but did you have any idea what even what kind of a film this was that you were going to be in? Or
1: No, uh, we really didn't. It was literally going to a hotel room mm-hmm. where they were going to fit us. And my stepmother- totally
0: like, safe. Totally
1: safe. <laughs> How bizarre <laughs> is that, right? So my stepmother went, because she was one of the teachers, so she she chaperoned that day. And so her recollection was just like, oh, my God, what, is <laughs> <laughs> what are they doing? Like, we're putting these weird robes on and yeah. these- you know, funny uh, goggles with the little tiny glowing eyes. And um, so we got fitted and we still really don't know what we're doing or what the movie is about right. at all. <laughs> uh, so the second day of filming, uh, second day was filming. Right. And so we went out into the desert and they, we were in our hooded robes and, you know, the uh, bandoliers were were real. So they were heavy. Um, oh, they yeah. wrapped our feet and, yeah, how, um, how, how
0: tall passed. were you when you, how, how tall were you when you were seven years old? And you
1: were oh dead. gosh. I mean, uh, I was, I, I don't know exactly how tall I was, but I have, uh, I'm five, four now. I've always been short. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I I'm mean, I'm
0: trying to imagine I have a 10 year old daughter who's like four foot, almost and putting a bandolier on her would knock her down I can only right,
1: imagine yeah. I mean that my one of the really strong recollections I have is just how heavy everything was and how at, at a certain point it was really cool at first and this is so great and we're right. going to be in a movie and then it was like you want me to walk up the hill again I mean we're <laughs> tripping over our feet which it's you know luckily it's Death Valley but it's not a hundred degrees at this right. point because they were there during a, a cooler period. So it wasn't, it wasn't too bad, mm-hmm. but we were literally having to walk up this really steep hill, right. carry R2D2. So that was our, <sighs> that, that was our role was, okay, we want you to pick this thing up and, and this thing, we it don't know what
0: means nothing to you, right? It's nothing just this blue and all. silver bullet shaped <laughs> thing. Yeah,
1: exactly. This big drum. <laughs> and so we're, struggling to pick it up it's really heavy and we keep walking up and down the hill and at one point um I am I was towards the back so I didn't realize what was happening but we were walking and we stopped and the camera people were yelling you know keep walking keep walking and I didn't know why we weren't going anymore, but apparently R2-D2's head fell off. (laughs) And so they had to... Catch him up. I always thought uh, my recollection was always that they had taken him apart to lighten him up because we were having a really hard time carrying him. I don't know if that is actually true because your memory is your memory. But uh, but his head did fall off. Um, Three of the other kids have have, uh, claimed that they remember that vividly because they (laughs) were in (laughs) the front. Right. But so yeah, that that's. That was my my day, and then we were abuzz for weeks. I mean, so excited, and my um, kindergarten teacher, who was also chaperoning the second day, who was witnessing the whole thing, Mrs. Prather, said, I know you guys are so excited, and it was so much fun, but I I, I don't want you guys to get your hopes up, <laughs> because this there's a very good chance this is never going to be in a theater. I mean, because <laughs> you're looking at this like, you know, like Marjorie the Elephant was walking around Death Valley. Uh, it, I mean, it looked insane. So Did you
0: just do you had just one day of shooting? Was it?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So It was, it was two days okay. that we were, um, you know, getting fitted the first day and the second day was shooting. Uh, they gave us a twenty five dollar check.
0: Oh, very nice. Very nice. Yeah,
1: very nice.
0: <laughs> and so you, you guys didn't shoot the anything with the sandcrawler or anything with Mark Hamill. You were you were right. Jawa right. extras, I suppose. Yeah.
1: So in fact, I think that there was supposed to be more, but unfortunately, um that was during the time where Mark uh, was was driving to Death Valley and he actually got into a really bad car. Accident. Oh, okay. Uh, which a lot of people, it's really kind of scary, but uh, in Death Valley, a lot of people, there are a lot of car accidents, unfortunately, because yeah. um, it's a really windy, scary road from from Las Vegas right. and from LA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, so I guess they had to cut a few things short. And I did find out years later that um, the reason that we were lucky enough to get to do that was that the original footage when they came back from Africa from shooting, right. um had gotten overexposed. Oh, okay. There, there were a very specific scenes that they needed, but they couldn't afford to go back. So they were like, "Hmm, what's the closest thing?" To-?
0: <laughs> and, and I guess that's why they needed specific height Jawas because they had already shot that, other guys, I guess, I All was right. just
1: Fitting into somebody else's <laughs> shoes.
0: <laughs> no, that's great. So, what was the um? What was the costume like?
1: Um, I just well. I remember it being really heavy. It was, Mm -hmm. they were burlap sacks, Mm. uh, real bandoliers, and the, um, the eyes were these, um, round red things that went over your eyes, like little teeny tiny goggles. And then there was a something you put around your neck and a battery pack. Okay. And so there was only, and again, my recollection is that there, Only one child was uh, willing or brave enough to wear them. Mm -hmm. And hopefully it was just, he was the one that was, it was necessary, but his name was Johnny and he was the tallest Jawa. (laughs) And so he wore them because I remember thinking, no way, Mm. I'm not, I can't do that. That's too scary.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So your teacher said, don't get your hopes up. You may, this, this may not, not only might you not actually be in the film, but you're, the film may never ever come out. So
1: they were very sure.
0: (laughs) So you were still a couple months away from when it was going to hit. So tell me about when the movie came out and, and, and when you saw yourself and, and also when, uh, when, when it struck that you were in this, this biggest movie of all time.
1: Yeah. So, uh, living in death Valley, there are no movie theaters. Okay. Um, so I would spend the summers, uh, in Florida with my mother. And so, um, when we got to Florida, I immediately, that was the first thing we did mm-hmm. in June, was to go see the movie. And we were just completely blown away. I mean, it was just unbelievable. My mom, who's not um, very boisterous, was mm-hmm. like, that's my daughter. That's the daughter on the screen. She was very excited. And I remember my stepmother and my father seeing it, and she, my, my stepmom was just like, I can't believe that that's what I was witnessing. That was just <laughs> unbelievable that they turned that into that. Yeah, it was amazing. Though I mean, we were hooked after that. Uh, there was another boy, uh, Joe Weber, who is uh, also one of the Jawas. He and I dressed up um, that Halloween as Princess Leia and Luke Skywalker. Right. And, um, so I just remember that we were trick or treating and I was so excited and somebody asked for my autograph and I thought that she thought that I was Princess Leia and I actually sat there for three minutes explaining to her that I wasn't Princess Leia in the movie. I was just a jaw <laughs> happy sign.
0: Oh, that's great. So you became a, a bit, I guess, I imagine you became a bit of a Star Wars fan from that that point forward did, did how did it how was it uh received by your friends and was it a, a story that you got to use in high school and grade school and
1: uh yeah I don't you know it's funny because I was so young that um I was definitely a fan straight away but I don't think I realized what I didn't realize what a big deal it was that I was actually in the movie mm-hmm. I, I just loved the movies. I thought they were so fantastic. And um, my brother, on the other hand, realized how awesome it was. And he was always like, I can't believe my sister got <laughs> to be in the movie. And I didn't. Because uh, he had um, all the toys and all the stuff, and which I shared in the love with him. But he purchased all of those things and owned all of those things.
0: Right.
1: Did he have
0: a have a little Jawa sand a little Jawa action figure?
1: Yeah. Yes, he probably <laughs> yes. no. yeah. He did used to tell me, like, you know, Jawas are disgusting and they eat rodents and they're like he would just tell me the worst things and like, Oh <laughs> there's nothing in Jawa for a little short for a while. <laughs>
0: That's great. So, um, so you became a bit of a Star Wars fan. And so did you, did you like follow the series afterwards? And did you? Uh...
1: Yeah. Oh, definitely. I mean, yeah. I, I, I was always a fan. Um, when I got into, to, to to go back to your question, yeah. I, when I was in high school, I definitely started to realize how, how cool it was. So many people were excited about it. And when I got into college, I was yeah. like, I, I found a boy that liked Star Wars. I was like, you know, I mean, I was actually in Star Wars. I mean, it it, it had an effect. <laughs> <laughs> so that That's was pretty, pretty funny. That was pretty cool, actually. <laughs> You'd have to know me a, a little while for me to 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 drop that. I wasn't like walking up to strangers,
0: <laughs> right? Uh, you didn't have t-shirts that said I was a Jawa or anything no, like that. No. <laughs> so, so I discovered you online. Cause you, I, I think you said you're, uh, you're doing, you're starting to do different shows and things like that. Is that, uh, yeah. tell, tell me about some of those experiences.
1: So a uh, couple of years ago, um, there were, there was a group, uh, a good friend of mine now, his name's Steve Grad. Um, he's uh, he, he's a, Autograph Authenticator. And he found me, and uh, he kind of said, like, I I think he said something like, you know a lot of people are looking for you. I'm like, (laughs) I don't think so, and I don't know what that means. Uh, But apparently he was correct. There are a Mm. lot of people who like to finish their um, signings on yep. the New Hope, uh, a New Hope, and, and so, uh, so yeah, so I got to, I, I got to do a couple of private signings, and then, um, I went to, um, Birmingham, uh, England, okay. and, um, we, we did a, a Comic Con there, and it was really cool. Yeah. I did not know what to expect. I, I was I was a little nervous because I just didn't know what the fandom was like and what yeah. it would be like. Yeah. So it was I was a little apprehensive in the beginning because uh Steve is kind of protective of me and he's like, you know, there there's there's most people are great. They might, you know, we'll, might meet a few crazies, but you know, it'll be fine. Like I'll be there and and so and it was fine. I mean, we had so much fun. Um, I got to meet Ray Parks and hang out with him for sure. drinks and uh, and several other people in Star Wars. It was really cool. It was, it was a great experience. And the right. fans, I mean, there's like little kids coming up that had draw, drawn me pictures of Jawa. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was so amazing. It's really cool. It is,
0: it is something. And one of the reasons why I, I got to do in this podcast is just because I'm just always amazed at, you know, the Star Wars fans are so, Genuine, and they're so excited to, uh, uh, to to interact with whether it's somebody who is in the movie or other fans. It's a it's a really it's a really nice community. It's um and it
1: really is yeah.
0: It's it's been a, it's been really interesting for me to to kind of watch it. I I had the opportunity when I was in um when I was doing some of the stuff for Star Wars Galaxy Magazine to to meet some of the people in the movies and 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 also watch people go up to them and engage with them. So I think it's really interesting that there are people who, who collect, I, you know, there's different collectors who collect different things. And, um, uh, you know, the the autograph collectors, I hadn't, I hadn't really known much about it and, and you mentioned it, but there are the people who are the completists who are just, I have this photo and I need everybody who is in it to to sign it. It's pretty, yeah amazing. yeah. And it's, it's also, what's funny about star Wars too, I think is that, if you're attached to it in any way, you have an opportunity to have a table at a, con- a, a convention and talk to people about it. One yeah. of my favorite stories, my dad used to do a lot of this stuff. He used to, um, that's how I ended up getting into writing. My father had uh, created a science fiction horror trivia game with some of his friends, and they used to go to all the con- all the conventions. And at the time, they were mostly Star Trek conventions because it wasn't until the last 20 years or so yeah. that uh, that Star Wars has had this re- rebirth and my dad was uh, si- sitting at a table uh, next to David Prouse who was Darth Vader. And um, he, David Prouse had told him that at one point he was at a convention uh, with the guy who was Jabba the Hutt's tail. <laughs> so, and people like, like you, they were lined up. They
1: wanted his autograph. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, uh, I think one of my stranger ones was um, that, it was somebody's hands that were doing something, I thought. <laughs> really? Okay.
0: <laughs> I guess there, there's there's something for everybody, I guess. <laughs> I'm not sure. Well, that's great. So what are what are some cool experiences you've had as a result of going to some of these conventions and, and meeting people or meeting fans or
1: so I've done I haven't done a lot of them. Um in fact, I've done one of the. That was the biggest convention that I've done, and then I've done a few uh, more private signings. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm definitely set to do more. I've got one coming up um, in LA uh, in December. Mm. Um, so, but that one was just uh, just meeting meeting the fans was incredible. Walking through, and I really had no idea of what was going to happen and I ended up being shuffled from the hotel onto a bus to get to the convention and I was looking around and I'm like oh my god there's Danny Glover oh really Ray Parks, and there's and and so I'm a huge Walking Dead fan uh-huh. there were half the bus was walking dead. I was just like, Oh my gosh, how am I going to, you know, maintain myself? My kids love the uh, flash series on TV and uh, Wesley a ship was there. And so I had to, you know, take pictures with him to send to my children. It was that, that part was really um, amazing. And then I met several people who were in star Wars um, that I'm still like in contact with that, uh, that that part was really cool too, just meeting new friends. And um, so I think that, that part was just amazing. I mean, it just felt so surreal.
0: That's great. So now as a fan, are you, uh, are you, have you, are you looking forward to any of the the new content that's coming out? Have you like, have you watched the trailer for the new movie or are you? uh, Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. uh, For sure. Um, I mean, you know, it's funny because um, I feel a little sad Mm. Uh, about it ending you know i mean yeah. the the closure of it, but um it is interesting that for me it's it's i still view the first three as that being separate from everything else yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it is kind of hard to you know i mean um keep keep it. In thinking that oh it's it's finally ending because I mean there were so many gaps and so uh so many different stories and um yeah. but it, the the part that has been really fun is um I, I just with my kids, it's like I have a different perspective like like I just picked up my kids from soccer uh-huh. and they were debating in the back. Seat of what was going to happen. He, my my son and his best friend were like talking about how they thought it was going to end and what their favorite you know movie was. And I mean, they still just it's it's so I almost loved. I think I I've, I've loved everything that I've seen. I mean, some of course more than others. Sure. Um, but just having the kids around, it just makes you love it even more because they're just so excited about all of these. All of these movies.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's it's true. Like I I I've been a fan since I was seven years old, and and now I have a, a seven and ten year old, and watching the movies with them, it's a different, it's a totally different experience. You know?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: definitely. That's that's great. So um, so you're just starting to to get out to some of the conventions. are you to, Are you going to be at a uh, uh, Star Wars Celebration in Anaheim? That sounds like it's it's relatively near.
1: I definitely want to. So I, w- I really wanted to go to Chicago, mm-hmm. and there was some, um, some politics in, in why <laughs> I didn't get to go. I'm not no. really sure, <laughs> whatever. But I mean, so basically, with with my life, I, 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 as I've already told you, like I, my husband and I have a gym, mm-hmm. we have a business that we the, that we run. So when I talk to Steve, who helps me, um basically you know uh get in contact with the the comic cons he the conventions he um you know i told him i'm like i i would probably be able to do a couple a year and that's that's probably it and also it just kind of keeps you keeps it relevant for you you know you're not just doing a a 10,000 of them in, in two years um so it just kind of makes it more fun to be able to go you know couple of times a year. So yes, celebration is on my list.
0: That's, that's awesome. Yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be really exciting. Um, so yeah. did you, did you think about pursuing acting or anything after you were on the set for a day? Did it give you the bug at all? Or was it just sort of a fun sort of a day out of school?
1: <laughs> I mean, it was definitely a day out of school. I, I do think that uh, I have from that time on, I was in every school play, so <laughs> so it probably did. Like right. that probably did light a little bit of a fire for me. So I yeah, I did I did lots of plays from that time all the way until high school, and I definitely um, have did a little bit of um, some community plays, things like that. So yeah, I would say that probably stuck with me, but I don't think I ever thought that I was headed for the big screen, uh, I, I I went down the fitness path. <laughs> that's
0: great. Well, you have to pick up those heavy droids. It's not easy to yes, do. Right. I'm be able to do
1: that next time they ask.
0: That's <laughs> They won't need to take them apart. You can just that's pick right. them up. That's phenomenal. That's great. So um, so you're you're into uh, some of the the new movies. Your your kids are excited about them. Are you um? Have you seen anything about any of like the the Disney Plus programming? Have you followed any of that or
1: no, 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 I haven't. Yeah.
0: yeah, you you have a gym to run. You don't have time to sit at home and watch TV all the time.
1: <laughs> no, on the other hand, if I got them in here, they could. <laughs> <laughs> My daughter is sick, and so we watched Solo yesterday. Ah. Because every time anybody is ill for some reason, Star Wars has to be on the TV because it makes them feel better. <laughs> else. Like it's it's really interesting. So yeah, so we we watch Solo again.
0: It works for me too. Like if I'm not feeling good, I'll throw on yeah Solo or Force Awakens or Star Wars or one of the originals. So well, or cool. Well, that's great. Thank you so much for sharing your story. That's a it's a it's really interesting. I'm going to throw these 10 questions at you that I throw to everybody. Now, keep in (laughs) mind, I have people uh, on this list. I've I've interviewed Mark son. I've interviewed people who've written Star Wars, and I've interviewed just your average everyday fan. So these questions are some of them go a little deep, so I, but there's no wrong answers, so you can have fun okay. with it. So um, and tell me as as much or little as you want with the answer. So, what is your favorite Star Wars movie, TV show, or book? I mean, that's sort of a silly question. I'm pretty sure I, I know what your favorite.
1: Well, movie believe movie is. it or not, I I I have to actually say that Empire Strikes Back is my favorite movie. <laughs> that,
0: that's fine. That's,
1: I know I'm, i I I know I'm. Probably not supposed to say that, but uh, yeah, that one was my favorite. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's fine. That's good. Um, all right, cool. What is your least favorite Star Wars movie?
1: That one's tough. Um, I'm gonna have to say it's probably one of the the um, like the Menace, like two. I think.
0: Oh, the Attack of the Clones number two.
1: The Attack of the. There you go. I think so. I mean, okay. and again, I do actually honestly love all of them, but if I yeah. had to say the least, I think that would be the one that I don't throw on. Yes. When
0: I- <laughs> there you go. Right. <laughs> well, so, you know, you, you may think that you don't know as much as most Star Wars fans, but I've done 35 or so interviews and that comes up like 28 out of 35. So, <laughs> so you're right. You're right in line with everybody else. Okay. <laughs> So, would you consider yourself an imperial or a rebel?
1: Ooh, hmm. I would have to say I'm a rebel.
0: Excellent. It's it's hard to say imperial, right? After you've seen all the bad stuff they've done, yeah. <laughs> um, your favorite Star Wars sound effect?
1: Oh my gosh! It has to be RCD D Two. I'm in love with him.
0: <laughs> well, that you've already then just answered the next question. Who do you <laughs> like better, R2D2 or C3PO? I think.
1: Yeah, definitely R2D2. I mean, come on. <laughs> Did you? <I'm> a <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: right. Yeah. Did you see? I, I meant to ask when you were uh, doing uh, the scene. With, so it was just R2. There was nothing, there was no other uh, droids. Well, the, you said there was also a. Uh, a a Bantha, the big elephant, was out there?
1: Yeah, the Bantha was there. That was so cool. Um, yeah, so just uh, in my memory was just R2D2. Now, they were there for two weeks. Okay. Um, and there is a picture uh, with C3PO um, with one of the uh, Rangers. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, so I know that he was also there okay uh yeah so so uh but but I didn't get to see him <laughs> oh, okay.
0: well, and r two d two is uh, uh that's a that's a good call either way yeah. so
1: yeah.
0: okay, um now we're starting to get into some of the the tougher ones. If you could own any spaceship or vehicle from Star Wars, which one would you own
1: I mean it has to be. It, and it's maybe cuz i just watched solo but it, it has to be solos the falcon yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i mean now,
0: would you would you want sweet. lando's clean new version or would you want solos mm. beat up version
1: i like the beat up version
0: ah all right yeah <laughs> traditionalist so that's cool i like that <laughs> okay um, of these three types of characters which one is your favorite a porg and ewok or Jar Jar Binks. Porg. Porg.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah my, my, my
0: daughter loves the porgs. I I love the porgs. I think it's hard to hard not yeah,
1: to. Those Ewoks. I felt competitive with them. I was like they're, they're okay, but mean are way cuter.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I, I imagine the Ewoks probably eat whatever they can find too. So yeah, your your brother, gross you know, too. That's funny. Um, All right, if you could be any character in Star Wars, who would it be, and why?
1: Um, Well, it has to be Princess Leia because I've always loved her. Um, And I mean, just because that's who I grew up with, and I just thought she was such a powerful, strong woman, Mm -hmm. and um, she could do anything.
0: (laughs) Yeah. yeah, and she was really. I've talked about this a lot with people on the show, and she was really the first woman uh, action hero in, in modern times. I mean, I'll never forget seeing her on the screen. I mean, even at seven years old, when she took the took the gun from Han, it was like I am gonna somebody's got to save our skins, and she did it. and yes. did Did she? Did you find that she empowered you as a little girl in the seventies?
1: Oh yeah, I, I definitely think so. I mean, I mean, I dressed up her her immediately so <laughs> yeah i i definitely think that that was that made a big impact on me
0: yeah i think that's also one of the amazing things about the new series is with with ray my 10 year old and when the first movie came out i guess this was like was it four years ago before she even saw the movie she went upstairs and made her own little ray costume and and she's now the funny thing is for halloween this year um she's kylo Ren. Which is a very interesting take. So Holy, I don't.
1: That is yeah. interesting.
0: So maybe she felt really empowered. I don't know.
1: <laughs> like she's so
0: empowered, she's going bad. I don't know what's happening with that. But
1: she's trying to keep the balance.
0: Yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. Right. Or maybe maybe she's got to keep her little brother in line. Maybe that's. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, okay, so um, I think you answered this, but uh, original trilogy prequels or sequels, which do you
1: prefer yeah, original, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, and it's interesting to hear you say that you kind of think of them as completely separate um because there was so many gaps, and each set of films has had a completely different uh feel to them right
1: definitely, yeah, yeah, yeah I mean uh, yeah. That's that's really what it is. It's just they felt completely different, each one. Yeah. Yep.
0: Yep. Cool. Um, and finally, what is your favorite Star Wars quote?
1: Oh gosh. Um. I mean, I. Again, it's probably because it's around R two D two, but yeah. I I love the. Um, Help me over. Obi- when she's that the, the scene was yeah. hologrammed. <laughs>
0: yes, that's great. What did you think of uh, in The Last Jedi when R2 ran that little piece of film on Luke? That was I that thought that was brilliant. Was, yeah. I, loved yeah, that. That
1: was. I loved it. <laughs> I, th- I thought your favorite line was gonna be yeah no, no.
0: <laughs> that 's really funny, so so tell us and uh, and my listeners where they can find you online, and also then I guess also see when you 're going to be able to sign somebody 's autograph picture of of a Jawa yeah
1: so um i 'm on Twitter at Hot Jawa, and I have a Facebook page also at Hot Jawa. Um, and um, I will be doing the um, a con in um, in L.A., and it's just Star Wars. That's it. Cool. So it's everything Star Wars. And that is uh, the 7th and 8th. And there's more information on my Twitter account. It's posted. I don't okay. have that in front of 7th and
0: 8th me. of November? Uh, sorry, December. December. Okay, great.
1: Yeah. And uh, I just quickly just want to mention yeah. that At Hot Jawa came from not me. (laughs) (laughs) I I,
0: I wasn't going to judge, but. I had
1: uh, at the last convention, the first convention I did, Mm -hmm. uh, one of the runners went and got us coffee and we were all joking about like, um, uh, I went with another Jawa, his name's Tim Donaldson. (laughs) And um, so in England, he came back. Uh, with two cups of coffee. Right. And on my coffee, it said hot Jawa. <laughs> and on Tim's coffee, it said standard Jawa. <laughs> and so I was forever deemed hot Jawa from that moment on and so
0: that's how I got my hands <laughs> that's excellent, that's a fun story and now is he known as Standard Jawa? Is
1: he- yes, I call every chance I get <laughs>
0: fantastic well excellent, well thank you so much for joining us and um, I hope to see you in, in Anaheim I'm going to be yeah. flying my family out from New Jersey for uh, a celebration and um, I will be continuing to follow you on on Twitter and see if you're going to be anywhere nearby. So this was uh, was a lot of fun. Thank you for spending some time.
1: Yeah. Thank you, Pete. It was nice to meet you.
0: Well, that wraps it up for this episode of around the galaxy. Thank you to Andrea Wickman Miller. And thank you for listening. If you had fun, please subscribe, like share, rate us at five stars and review it. If you really liked it, please feel free to head on over to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash around the galaxy. We're also excited to let you know that we have Around the Galaxy swag available at tpublic.com slash user slash Around the Galaxy. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at ATGCast. And if you or someone you know would make a good guest, please drop us a line. So until next time, this has been Pete Fletzer, and we'll see you for our next trip Around the Galaxy. Around the Galaxy is copyright 2019 Pete the Seed Studios. Our music is brought to us by the band Apollo's Ghost, whose new album has just dropped on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you find music.